Seth, it is Friday, October 11th. Um, it seems that fall has finally hit us with full force here in St. Louis. It is uh, rainy and getting colder by the minute. So um, it's going to be a, a wonderful day here <laughs> with sweaters and uh, and flannel and uh, and a cards game tonight, which is really exciting for anyone who is actually in St. Louis and paying attention to October baseball. It's it's very exciting. Um, and, and it also is time for uh, Andy to be off. And uh, I'm in charge today in studio. So it's going to be a fun one talking about um, music, all kinds of music stuff. One of my favorite things to talk about, of course. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about them at cuw.edu. Speaking of music, so many musical things happening this fall um, all over the place. We've talked about a few things. There's a lot more coming up in the next couple of months, especially as we get towards um, Christmas with all the Christmas music. But first is uh, some some exciting things we've talked about before a little bit. Uh, we have Dr. Jim Marriott, Cruft Chair for Music Arts and Director of Musical Arts at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis in studio with us again. Thanks for joining us on your very busy schedule. It is always fun to be here, yeah. You were explaining to me all the things that you're doing in the next, like, 48 hours, and it's... Yeah, we're a lot of miles on the cart, but uh, we're having a lot of fun. Of course, of course. And we're talking about some really great stuff today. Absolutely. um, And you brought with you you a special special guest, Mm -hmm. which I'm very, very happy about. Um, Erica Mertz, Associate Conductor for Laudamus at Concordia Seminary. Thanks for coming over and joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Um, On this rainy rainy day in st louis it's We're, too cold for me like this is i know it's gonna be awful. in the 40s by the end it's just like i'm from the south so oh like, yeah, yeah that's true 60 degrees is cold so yeah. this is winter for you yes <laughs> all right so um we're not here to talk about the weather though um we we have a list of things to talk about and you guys are sticking around for the whole episode today which is really great so we can cover a lot of ground um first uh Give me a background. I mentioned Laudamus um, with Erica as, as the associate director. What what is what is Laudamus? Yeah, so Laudamus is the touring choir of Concordia Seminary, and uh, we have auditions every year and uh, tour in different parts of the United States. Um, so this year we're touring to Iowa and um, this fall, and then we'll be going to uh, the East Coast to Boston and New York City this spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Erica got invited to be part of the choir uh, a number of years ago now. Uh, as our associate conductor, um, we had a, a situation where we had an arrangement with an accompanist and that accompanist had to back out at the last minute. And so I had to do the accompanying for the choir. And I had worked with Erica a number of times um, uh, before. We have a, a cool story of our past. And so I invited her uh, to come conduct the choir and she did an awesome job. And I said, well, we're going to do this as often as you will. Uh, you'll accept it. So we keep inviting her and she keeps coming with us and she does a great job conducting the choir. Absolutely. And why is why is Lojamus uh, a choir like this a, a really uh, interesting and significant thing uh, for a seminary to have? Yeah, I, you know, um, both of our Lutheran seminaries have a, a really uh, good reputation for proclaiming the gospel through music mm-hmm. and for being able to make witness of our faith. Uh, the tours that we do and the, and the work that we do musically connects congregations w- and uh, or the seminary with local congregations. It really is that kind of relational arm 
it's very helpful for recruiting. We'll visit a lot of um, Lutheran schools and do assemblies and things like that. So mm-hmm. we get to inspire uh, new generations of uh, pastors and church workers and, and really just be a, a relational connection. So I think it's very significant, um, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity to take the guys on tour and to, to be able to do this ministry. Absolutely. Um, and, and you're leaving for tour today at noon today <laughs> yes so um yeah it's one thing after another it's but, fine yeah. uh totally normal um wh- where are you going for for this tour yeah so we'll be in iowa um we will be at um uh, st matthew lutheran church in lee summit tonight and then st paul's in council bluffs mm-hmm. uh, pacific hills in omaha uh, faith uh, living faith lutheran in clives which is in the des moines area and then St. John Newhall, which is the home congregation of one of our members, mm. and then uh, Trinity Davenport at the end of the um, end of the tour. So a very nice tour um, straight across Missouri and up, and then straight back across Iowa. So, yeah. <laughs> good Midwestern, good Midwestern tour stops. Um, Erica, tell me about your uh, your background in music. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> Long story. That's <laughs> right. So I was born. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it started when I was really young. I was always really interested in music, and it was really cool how the church was always a huge part of that in fostering those musical gifts, which is an awesome atmosphere to learn about that. Um, so actually, when I was really young, when I was in about uh, freshman in high school, uh, Dr. Marriott was the worship director at my church, and just. He taught me how to conduct, and I got to be a part of the choir and gave me opportunities to conduct different ensembles at our church, which is a huge blessing. Um, and I remember vividly telling him when I was in high school, I said, I'm never going to work in the church. It's not going to happen. <laughs> My dream was to be a high school band director, so I went to Valparaiso University for music education. My primary instrument is saxophone. Um, also, I enjoy singing, and I'm an alto that's always fun. It's Altos funny how it works out. I shouldn't have spoken because now I, I do work in the church yeah. for music. It is funny how those things happen. The yeah. things you think you'll never do. Right. The things you end up doing. Exactly. <laughs> so what what is the, the role of an assistant conductor um, with, a, with a chorus? What do you actually get to do? Yep. So it's actually really fun for me, especially because Laudamus is so talented. And it's, it's tricky. Well, I thought it would be tricky because... Um, I live in Chicago, and I'm a, um, I am do music in Chicago, and so we don't get to rehearse together very often. So I come to St. Louis, and we usually have one really quick rehearsal together, so they get used to my conducting style, I get used to their singing style. But the group is always so well-prepared, and they sound so awesome that it's it's really easy to throw it together. And then it allows Jim to be able to accompany on the piano and... I have the easiest job, I think. It's, it's really fun. She, she's being too modest because they always sound a lot better when Erica's conducting than they do when I do. So, um, yeah, well, so, yeah. she she brings that. out the best in them for sure. What is that relationship like between um, a, a conductor um, or director and and an assistant conductor? How does that relationship work? It's a lot of mind reading. <laughs> um, we had a. A concert last night where we were not able to see each other mm. so it was like all right we'll just try our best to stay together and it worked out well yeah um, i guess if you could even paint the picture sure. more fully 
um, not only could we not see each other, but it was probably one of the largest events that we'd ever been part of. We were oh, singing yeah. for the LEA mm-hmm. um, convention, and uh, uh, we had had, yeah, maybe 15 minutes of rehearsal um, wow. total with you know, putting all the pieces together. And this is our first performance of the year for Lodamos, who were just about to leave on tour. No pressure. So, yeah, it was, it's fine. it was just <laughs> hilarious how it worked out. But uh, it was all good. And uh, yeah, since Erica and I have worked together for so long, um, it, I feel like I know what she's going to do. And, and I feel like she anticipates, you know, kind of my musical sensibilities. And yeah, we, we work really well together and it's a lot of fun. So. Yeah. What are those experiences like um, building that uh, that community uh, between the two of you, but then also with with the chorus, that that uh, relationship between conductor, assistant conductor, and the chorus? What is that like building that community? Yeah, that's actually the best part of what Erica brings to the tour. Uh, not only just awesome professionalism and and great music, but um, she is relationally very engaging and so she fits right in with the group um she's very low maintenance um uh you know <laughs> that's a compliment <laughs> some musicians can be rather high maintenance or you know uh i don't want to throw any of them under the bus but uh myself included but uh you know it's it's uh nice when you have someone that can just fit right into the relational dynamics of the group um everyone treats her with respect but also with adoration and love and it, it, yeah, it works really well. Um, she has a lot of fun hanging out with the rest of the choir members and getting to hear their stories. And uh, some of them, you know, are uh, 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 ones that she's, you know, gone to the same school with or things like mm-hmm. that. So she has different connections with them along the way, too. So, yeah, it's that's been very true. good. Yeah. I really enjoy. I actually I didn't think about this part before being the associate conductor, but I really enjoy the conversations on mm-hmm. the tour, mm-hmm. getting to talk to future pastors and just kind of hear their heart is one of the best parts that I didn't expect about tour. It's really fun. Yeah. Have you, uh, with your background in music, have you gone on, on tours before with groups? I have. Yep. So just different tours through um, my experiences at Valpo mm-hmm. um, in my high school music program. And then one really fun experience was that when I was in at Trinity Lyle, mm-hmm. um, Jim as our Choir conductor took Evangeli, our youth choir, on mm-hmm. several tours, which was just an incredible experience. Yeah, yeah. For um, for people who maybe weren't involved in music or haven't gone on music tours, I've been on several tours, you know, for Concordia and high school and, and all of that stuff in, in choir. Um, but tours are, are a very special experience um, for the people that are involved. You talk about um, just getting to know each other and having those conversations um, it, that really builds um, builds relationships that last for mm-hmm. a really long time. Um, and I can imagine... Um, not being a pastor myself, obviously, um, I can imagine um, that that with pastors that that must be an, an extra level of community that they're able to then take with them uh, into their vocations as pastors and and have those bonds between uh, between each other that that mm. I would imagine is really fantastic. Yeah, it's it's really neat to see how the relationships unfold while we're on the tour mm-hmm. um, with each other, and then the way we get to be examples, you know, in the different places that we get to serve, you know, and building relationships with the local congregations. Uh, we always have the choir members spread out into the, you know, the, um, you know, among the audience and kind of build relationships. We make sure that they get to talk at the end of the concerts. So it's a very relational approach um, to what we're doing. And, and we really try to foster that for the choir members and for those that attend. 
Absolutely. I think it's a great experience for future pastors and for myself working in the church because on tour, we get to see so many LCMS congregations mm-hmm. throughout the United States of all different sizes and different types of people. And I learn a lot of things that I can bring back to my home congregation because we just see all different congregations mm-hmm. in the U.S., which is really a blessing. Yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, we need to take a break uh, at this moment. Um, but Jim, if people are, are listening in Iowa and want to know about the tour and, and the details, where can they find information for that? Yeah, so our website, um, csl.edu slash music, has all sorts of information about all the music at Concordia Seminary, including the Ladamus tour mm-hmm. and the full itinerary with all of the addresses and times of the concerts um, are on the website. So uh, csl.edu slash music. Perfect for everyone who is listening in Iowa or wants to, I don't know, road trip to Iowa to hear yeah. you guys. Be great. Come on. <laughs> or in Lee Summit too tonight. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back with Dr. Jim Marriott and Erica Mertz right after this. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. Friday, October 11th, 2019, KFUO Radio thanks our day sponsors, Ralph and Marilyn Lupke of St. Louis, Missouri, as they give thanks to the Lord for the blessing of marriage. Ralph and Marilyn made a contribution to KFUO Radio in thanksgiving to the Lord as they celebrate their 58th wedding anniversary, which was yesterday on October 10th. Thank you, Ralph and Marilyn Lupke, for helping us share the gospel and for being today's KFUO Day Sponsors. Hi, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, host of Moments of Assurance on KFUO, inviting you to tune in to the weekend edition of the program, the new time of 7.45 a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings, Central Time. There'll be a different text and theme each week and plenty of encouragement and strength, which only the Lord's Word can supply. So join me for a quarter hour of God's power and strength. That's Moments of Assurance weekend at 7.45 a.m. Saturday and Sunday mornings on KFUO. This week on Lamplighter Theater. No, you can't. I won't. Please, don't do this. The Lord came to give his life to save me. Now, I will follow in his footsteps and give my life to save yours. No, no, let me do this, Max. Don't miss the next Lamplighter Theater. Saturday mornings at 11 on Worldwide KFUO. You hear our voices every day as we speak the gospel, share the latest news, or for insightful and sometimes entertaining talk. Why not share your voice with us and send us your feedback, suggestions, and questions? Leave your comment at 314-996-1542. Be sure to follow us on social media, too, so you can like, comment, and share your favorite posts. Drop an email to KFUO at KFUO.org or send a snail mail letter to Worldwide KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. Welcome back 
to the coffee hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, October 11th. Um, I have two very special people in studio with me. We're talking about all things music and tours and seminary and uh, one of my favorite instruments, too, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, Dr. Jim Marriott Kreft here for Music Arts and Director of Musical Arts at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. And also Erica Mertz, Associate Conductor for Laudamus at Concordia Seminary in Studio. Thanks for uh, sticking around for another segment with me today. Thanks. We're having fun. I know. Well, we're talking about music, so <laughs> yeah. obviously we're having fun. Um, <laughs> so we talked a lot about uh, Laudamus before the break, um, the upcoming... Um, tour into Iowa that you guys are leaving for um, in a few hours. <laughs> um, but uh, something else that happens at Concordia Seminary uh, is, is the after chapel concerts. So um, tell me a little bit about those and uh, and what, what people get to experience with those. Yeah, so um, we have a concert series at the seminary um, that has three different parts to it. We have some premiere performances, and, and we have three of those through the year. And then we have a carillon series that happens over the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, interspersed between all of that, we have these after-chapel concerts. They happen uh, m most often on Tuesdays, about once a month. Uh, chapel at the seminary runs from 9.35 to 9.55. And then these uh, concerts occur after chapel, before classes resume at 10.25. So they're short little 15 or 20-minute recitals. But we have a really great lineup of performers that are... Uh, serving in those uh, those concerts this year, we just had uh, Dr. Scott Hislop, mm -hmm. um, and I think you guys got to interview him. Yeah, we did. Um, he brought his harpsichord he with him. Brought his harpsichord. That's yeah, it was amazing. amazing. It was pretty and cool. <laughs> he did a great job, and actually, um, we got to enjoy the world premiere of a piece by Jonathan Kors. Um, oh, at no kidding! That, yeah, it was really great at that recital. So it, you know, I mean, this little after chapel recital series has kind of had some big moments with it, and. Uh, yeah, we were glad to have have Scott and to have that. And so we're advertising these after chapel concerts this year uh, to the St. Louis community. There's many um, people in St. Louis that can come for mm -hmm. these recitals. We had a number of outside guests that joined us for chapel and for the recital. And uh, so we certainly invite anyone who's listening to, to come on those uh, recital days. And all of those are listed on the website as well. The next one is uh, October 22nd. Oh, that's you. And, and that's me, yeah. It's <laughs> uh, a shameless plug here. I'll do uh, um, an organ recital um, and uh, three short pieces that are um, someone's favorite. So the mm -hmm. Vidor Toccata and a setting of A Mighty Fortress. Of course. And then the Bach Jig Fugue. So mm. it should be fun a little a nice little mix of short fun pieces but uh yeah it'll it should be a good time so that's october 22nd uh we can we can come to hear you play yeah the organ which is always fun little vidor yeah exactly yeah, yeah. everybody <laughs> loves that piece tim celeska well, is a professor at the seminary <laughs> yeah and uh he always bugs me to play that piece so i i thought i'd put it on the recital program so, there you go yeah. yeah what do these what do these uh short concerts allow you to do that that maybe you don't get to do in a larger um planned large concert with a lot of people People and a lot of instrumentation. Exactly. Yeah. So that they're um, first of all, they they're very captivating, mm -hmm. um, and they have to be because you know sometimes in a long concert you can kind of get lost in the length and the breadth of the music, mm -hmm. um, which is also a wonderful experience. But these are, are very um, captivating and intense little uh, musical expressions, and very accessible then to a wide range of our student body and of the St. Louis community. Um, 
so people can come in and, you know, just what we had a couple of weeks ago with the harpsichord. You know, we never get to hear the harpsichord sound, or very rarely do we get to hear that. Mm-hmm. So to have a 15-minute recital on that was just very refreshing and, and, and very lovely. Um, and same thing with the organ. Some people can't take a whole hour of an organ recital, but 15 <laughs> minutes is, is quite nice. And uh, you know, so that's the intention with these. And And then it's a very... It's an intimate environment. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminds me of, you know, like doing a concert at home or, you know, uh, these are actually pretty well attended. We've had, you know, 80 or so people (laughs) that come, um, but we sit in the chapel balcony or in one of the transepts. And so it's a really kind of nice enclosed environment. And uh, there's some conversation that happens with the program. And it's 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 very, very lovely. Yeah, that's a nice, nice different experience. Um, maybe to introduce somebody to, to a form of music or an instrument that maybe they hadn't heard before. Exactly. And, and especially for our students um, mm-hmm. and forming them for an appreciation for music and for different kinds of music and different musical expressions in the church. Um, it's been really um, very helpful. We had marimba last year, yeah, I remember and that. Uh, you know, so we, we've we've worked really hard to keep an eclectic um, mix of performers, just so we can celebrate the diversity that we have musically in the church, which is is really cool. Absolutely, yeah. and. Erica, you are doing one of these after chapel concerts. The other reason why you're in studio with us. <laughs> <laughs> so your concert is coming up uh, not till next year, um, mm-hmm. but it's February 18th, 2020. That is also yes. a Tuesday. And uh, tell us about the instrument that you will be performing on. Yes, I'll be playing on the alto saxophone, which is, I'm biased, my favorite <laughs> instrument. I think a lot of times when you think about the saxophone, you think of jazz or you think of maybe a harsher pop sound um but i actually i love classical saxophone that's when mm-hmm. I, I studied classical saxophone with dr stacy moggins at valpo and i've just really come to love that sound of the instrument when mm-hmm. I th- which i think not everybody has heard classical saxophone so that's what i'm going to be doing um i'm really excited for the opportunity to perform one of the pieces I'm going to be playing is called Blue Caprice. So I'm not really a jazz player. I just I pretend <laughs> like I can play jazz because uh-huh. I play the saxophone. But sure. it's it's a classically written piece with just some jazz flares in there, and it should be it should be fun. That is really cool. One of my favorite things to do with Erica is to um, when we get to serve together in a worship service, and we got to do that just yesterday morning mm-hmm. at Best Practices Heartland. Um, we served together for the morning prayer service that they had there, and um, being able to lead hymns and lead congregational singing with um, alto saxophone, classical saxophone, and uh, we we did one hymn with a piano. And one hymn with the organ, and it, it really is mm. is beautiful how those instruments work well together and lead the congregation in singing. And it's really fun to be able to feature instruments in worship and in these recitals that you would never think, you know, or you don't often associate them with the church. And mm-hmm. it's fun to be able to to make that association for people. Yeah. So, and, and Erica is an incredible incredible player um very very talented um has a a beautiful sound and wonderful control Uh, she plays um with our ladamus tours as well Mm -hmm. we have a number of pieces that feature her on the saxophone including a really epic setting of oh sacred head now wounded by robert leaf and originally it was written for um uh b-flat clarinet Mm-hmm. And we uh, transcribed it for alto saxophone, um, which takes incredible control um, for Erica to be able to to 
uh, keep those notes in the same range and yeah. be able to play them with with the refinement that a uh, clarinet would have. But she does it, and I actually like it better now. With, uh, no, no offense <laughs> Sorry to, any, to any clarinet yeah, players. Yeah, clarinet <laughs> players out there, but uh, uh, yeah, it's really really awesome. It, the yeah. arrangement is written in such a haunting manner that I think just gives such a good visual of Jesus on the cross, and yeah. so. To be able to use music and maybe shape the notes in a particular way that would illustrate that better is like the most fun job ever. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, well, yeah. That's the beautiful thing about church music, and and um, I'm just so thrilled that Erica has um, leaned into the calling to be a church musician. That uh, you know she really knows how to demonstrate the gospel and proclaim the gospel through music. And it, it comes in how she shapes the notes and uh, in the spirit in which she performs. And it's really just a beautiful thing. Yeah. You, you guys answered one of my other questions that I had. I was going to ask kind of tongue-in-cheek if the saxophone is a church music <laughs> instrument because I also kind of sort of play the saxophone. And we've we've had saxophone in church uh, yeah. before, too, just playing a voluntary or something. Um, but it, it, it isn't an instrument you normally hear in church, but it fits. It sounds so beautiful um, with either the piano or the, or the organ. It just kind of blends together, that nice reed it sound. Yes. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of biased, too. Um, we have, uh, oh, just about a minute left um tell me uh tell me what you love about playing the saxophone what you love about playing in the saxophone uh with church music um just about a minute yep i think for me it just gives me an extra way to praise and an extra way to express and we can do that very well through church or through church in the church <laughs> whatever through speaking um but music and saxophone has just kind of become an extension of myself after playing it for however many years mm -hmm. um that it just gives me an extra way to emote and praise through the medium of the saxophone yeah and when you're uh you know instrument versus versus singing when you're singing you have words and when you're playing an instrument uh you don't have you're not you're not speaking those words but you still bring that through yeah through the instrument exactly your heart kind of comes out and like if you're singing but just singing through an instrument mm -hmm. yeah i like that singing through <laughs> an instrument. maybe i'll make that the show title today there you go uh, <laughs> we're just about all at a time um erica and and dr marriott thanks so much for joining me in the studio today thank you so much for having us thanks for the opportunities it's absolutely fun to be here. yeah and we'll put the uh the link in the show notes to uh csl.edu slash music for all of the all of the stuff everyone needs to know about uh, La Damus and also the After Chapel concerts uh, so everyone can go and listen. That would be great. Hear We'd some love wonderful to see everyone music. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have a wonderful weekend, everyone. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.